0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is an unspoiled network podcast. This is unspoiled covering the Dresden Files, book seven, Deadbeat, chapters 31, 32, and 33. In these chapters Harry hears what happened to the wardens. Nothing good.
1: Oh, oh.
0: And then he goes and faces off with the spirit of the hunt, their earl king. Doesn't go great. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> Welcome to Unspoiled. I'm rolling thunder! I j- you know, this has not been Harry's day.
1: It really hasn't.
0: Things have not gone great for him. What did you think of the story he hears from the wardens? Well, guys.
1: Guys. Mm-hmm. The story itself is terrible. I mean, yes. all of it. It's, it's, it's so much worse than what... I initially thought, which would have just been, like, a big battle that they didn't come out well. Right. But it turns out that the main implication is that there's a... a, And it doesn't even really get addressed because there's no time. But there is a rat somewhere in the White Council.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, that's what this comes down to. Because they got betrayed so many different times. Yeah, But then how about the little almost throwaway at the end of the story, which is the red court following them into fucking Faye territory into yeah. the never. What, what is happening with that? And mortals were involved with the attack on the hospital. Like what kind of Alliance is happening? Yeah. And who, who is able to, uh, who is able to bring all these forces together to work in this way? Like, I mean, it's apparently the war is just the, the red court to hear Ward Lucio talk about it. But this sounds like maybe it's a little bit more than that. Like maybe something else is going on or someone else is involved. I don't know. I don't care for it. It's all terrible. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, like what is that? What do you mean by like? Do you have any... I don't, because, I mean, I know...
1: I guess it wouldn't be... Nope, nope, don't even know how to finish that sentence. The Red Court, I guess, could have mortals in their... Employ doesn't seem like the right word. (laughs) I feel like that's as close as you're going to get. Right? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I mean, I, and I don't know how many people were involved with the, with the hospital attack and setting off uh, the sarin gas, which is what they think it was,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: it, it may not take that many people to do it. So maybe that's not a stretch, but it just feels like that is kind of unheard of. And I'm, I think that even Harry says something like that's kind of unheard of, Yeah, <laughs> like mortals being involved in, in this type of thing. Um, and they took a really bad hit. Doesn't she say at the end of this final story, when she's all done, the number is something like I buried 140, 140
0: something. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's only like 200 wardens. Yeah. So good God. Um, I was really worried about Ebenezer. Turns out that he is probably okay. He's mm-hmm. wounded, but he wasn't killed because he refused to go to the hospital now a little something in my brain said oh why didn't he go to the hospital oh shit right but I said no brain no
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did to my brain I said you shall not (laughs) Be gone, evil
1: thoughts! I, I almost literally yelled it out to as I was reading. I was just like, nope, 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 <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. He's stubborn, and if we know this about him. It makes sense that he would want to stay like on the ground and try to lead the troops as best he could. So I am not going to give in to my little weird suspicion of, oh, maybe it's Ebenezer because why didn't he go to the hospital? Not doing that today. But it has to be someone. And I just don't know enough about the council to, you know, guess. You know, who who it could be.
0: Yeah, the way, like, the telling of the story, I actually forgot until I was listening to this chapter again. That it was as bad (coughs) as it was. Because it ramps up. Yeah. The first thing that we hear about is uh, Cairo, mm-hmm. where they took several wardens alive. Yep. So which this, is just, like, worst case Well, yeah, period. how
1: about that, too, right? Like, turns out that um, there's sort of an understanding that you can't be taken alive. And if it happens, you got to figure out a way to basically, I guess, kind of kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Because it's just not an option. Um, which, is to tell you the truth, I hadn't really thought about that. I don't think... it. I thought about what happens if you turn a wizard, <laughs> you know, um, that, that seems like something that everybody should try to do. I don't know why the, more vampires aren't doing that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was Bianca's deal. Do You remember that she had yeah. a little magic. That's right. Yeah, that's
1: right. We did talk about that. So I guess they don't more don't do it because the consequences would be, you know, like the ramifications of doing yeah. something like that would just bring the full force of the council on you, and nobody wants that action until now. Apparently, indeed. Um. Oh, then there's. <laughs> it starts out with her telling, um, well, trying to convince Harry to become a warden too. Yeah. Um. I love this part. I love how resistant Harry is to it. I thought that made really good sense. Hmm. Um. If he had just been like yeah, I'll take the cloak. I'll be a warden because, you know, these are dangerous times. <laughs> I think I would have been a little disappointed.
0: It actually, that isn't how it starts off. Like, he, she presents him with the cloak and then he's like, wait, why? And then they tell them, and then oh, right, with right. him trying to talk to her by herself.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: Um, so, yeah, we get the first, the Cairo thing which, you know, is already bad. Um, So you went after them. A major assault. Madrid, Sao Paulo, Acapulco, Athens. We struck at enemy strongholds there to acquire intelligence of the whereabouts of the prisoners. Our people were being held in Belize. And then Morgan takes up the story. Our intelligence indicated the presence of the highest-ranking members of the Red Court, including the Red King himself. The Merlin and the rest of the senior council took the field with us. And it turns out... That it was all a lure. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was no evidence of the presence of the Red King or his entourage. We assaulted the vampire stronghold and took our people back with us. We moved out and took our wounded to the hospital in Sicily. Someone within our ranks must have reported our position to the Red Court. They attacked us that night. They used people... Um, Morgan says they paid they paid for it uh, we lost 38 wardens that day and in that at that moment when Harry hears 38 wardens he's like good god 20% percent are yeah. gone mm-hmm. because he doesn't know yet and right. even that number is terrifying
1: Right. the way Morgan describes this too when he says they paid for it um, mm-hmm. he says they took 20 of of their warriors for every loss of their own Mm-hmm. Um, so the red court really, really did pay for this, but yeah. they also kept coming. Like mm-hmm. he says, you know, they just, they just didn't stop. Hmm. It's like a giant suicide mission.
0: Yeah, basically. So yeah, they, and they run, they open in, away into the never narrow retreat through the pass through fairy and we were pursued. The red court followed us into the territory of the She. They had to know, I said quietly. They had to know that by pressing the attack in Fairy itself, they would anger the she. They've just declared war on summer and winter alike. Yes, said Morgan in a flat voice, but it didn't stop them. They had called demons to assist them. Not simply beasts from the Never-Never. They had gone to the netherworld. They had called outsiders. Dun-dun. <laughs> I don't know if you remember but he who walks behind is an outsider. Mm-hmm. This is no no. This yeah. is bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is very very bad.
0: Like bad enough that it has its own
1: specific law of magic, not to call mm-hmm. them. Mhm. <clears throat> so I don't know. Like Morgan says they had called outsiders. Mhm. Does he mean the red court specifically?
0: When Harry, Harry says, I thought only mortal magic could call up outsiders oh, and she right. said quietly, you yeah. are correct. That's
1: right. So that's that mm, this is when we start to put it together that it's definitely somebody on the inside. And this is when he remembers what Cal had said to him earlier in the book about how it had, how a white council has rotted from the inside. Yep. Which now makes a lot more sense.
0: "'Someone had told the Red Court where to find the council. "'Someone had blocked off their escape route to the Never-Never "'so strongly that the most powerful wizards on the planet "'had required a full day to open them again. "'And someone had begun calling up outsiders in numbers. "'The council is not what it was,' Cowell had said. "'It has rotted from the inside. It will fall soon.'" "'So, we lost another twenty-three wardens "'in the first moments of combat, and many more were wounded.'" If senior council members McCoy and Liberty had not come to our aid, we might all have died there. Even with them, we managed to hold them only long enough for the gatekeeper and the Merlin to raise a ward behind us to give us time to escape. Which Harry is so impressed yeah,
1: by. Yeah, Like <laughs> I like when he's talking about the Merlin earlier uh, and telling us how what a badass he was because, um, you know, uh, McCoy and the gatekeeper and someone else – had convinced him to, like, actually go to battle, which is... The Merlin. Of, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: I, I, Sorry, I mixed right, up what you were saying. Right. Gotcha.
1: Um, and so Harry is talking about, you know, that even though he's usually more of a um, behind-the-scenes guy and a defensive and strategy guy, he's not somebody you want to fuck with, right. like, on the street. And then this kid says the same exact thing to Harry later, you don't get to be Merlin by collecting bottle caps. Yep.
0: Yeah, Ramirez is like, we get a very specific description of him, but I always picture him for some reason as Adam Driver. Oh, that's funny.
1: (laughs) I don't know why,
0: but I definitely do. I know he's supposed to be, like, way better looking than that. But, um...
1: Oh, you say you don't find Adam Driver sexy?
0: I cannot tell you (laughs) the number of women in my life who love that. I know, I know. It makes me deeply uncomfortable <laughs> and I try to pretend it's not happening.
1: <laughs> I see a lot of women talking about him too. Uh, I, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, there were many injuries but as the hospice in Sicily had been taken we diverted the worst cases to a hospital we control in the Congo. She stared at her bottle for a moment. Her mouth opened and then she closed it again. She closed her eyes. Morgan frowned at her. Then he put a hand on Lucio's shoulder, looked at me and said, the vampires knew.
1: Mm. I I like the way they
0: take turns telling the story. Right. Like nobody can quite handle just saying all this shit. Mm -hmm. There was no way for the vampires to breach it from the never, never. And nothing short of a demon Lord could have broken through them. They sent mortals against us. "'against men and women lying injured, unconscious, helpless in their beds. "'But,' I said, "'look, I know what it's like going up against mortals you don't want to kill. "'It's difficult, but they can be stopped, fought. "'Bullets and explosives can be defended against.' "'Which is why they used gas,' Ramirez said quietly, "'stepping in where Morgan's and Lucio's voices had failed. "'His grin had vanished. "'A nerve agent, probably Saren.' They deployed it against the entire hospital, the people we had protecting it, and six square blocks of city around it. Mm, He put mm, his own mm. bottle down and said, no one survived.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, um, I'm not sure uh, how to even, because in this, in these stories, there's usually very little collateral damage. You know, there's always like the threat of the world ending in these, Mm -hmm. in these books. But usually we don't get a high body count other than people who are like directly involved in, you know, magic and the supernatural. But this is took out six square blocks of a city, an entire hospital and everyone who was in it. That is a level of just complete disregard for human life Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I don't know if we've seen yet. Um maybe we've seen the disregard, but we haven't seen it executed we haven't seen it su- successful
0: yet. I feel like the disregard has been there, but the flagrant nature of, of it mm-hmm. has never been this oh, like yeah. open and brazen
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah again we we've we've met
1: um creatures of all stripes that have threatened to do this kind of damage to humans, you mm-hmm. know, but we haven't really seen anyone be able to pull it off yet yeah usually usually our guys stop them <laughs> that's how the books end.
0: and like when they've tried to pull it like um, the one that i keep thinking of for example is um is what's his face with the uh uh plague curse mm-hmm. right um the thing about that was it it would have looked like an illness. It yeah. would have looked like a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. We would know different. This is sarin gas. This isn't going to look like anything but gas. I imagine a, a, an, a, a terrorist uh, that's attack. That's
1: exactly what I was about to say a terrorist attack. So there wouldn't necessarily be a supernatural. Um, like, it's not like this would have exposed, you know, the Red Court or anybody that we know is the actual player to the mainstream world, mm-hmm. they probably just would have treated it like some, you know, like a terrorist attack,
0: but it could start wars between nations in the mainstream world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. It's just the whole thing is just so it's sort of, hugely...
1: yeah, it's what a scale. I don't think we've seen yet.
0: Yeah. <sighs> uh, <clears throat> um, so yeah, thousands of innocent mortals died. Jesus Christ, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a single vicious stroke, the Red Court had nearly destroyed the White Council. Today I buried 143 wardens.
1: Yeah. What? Right. You thought, what did she say at first? 38? Mm-hmm. And you thought that was like too much to recover from. And now. You're finding out, well, what really had happened was, yeah.
0: They have crossed every line, Lucio said, her voice quiet and precise. Violated every principle of war of our world and the mortal world alike. Madness. They have gone mad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And again, this, I mean, it seems like... This is such a departure from the kind of war that they were waging between the Red Court, you know? Yeah. This is I honestly feel like something has happened or someone is I don't know. I, I wanna say someone new is involved, but I I don't know if it's fair to say new. No. New to me, maybe is how I should say it, right? Okay. Like like this for a war that's been going on for over a year now with the Red Court, and they've been playing kind of, you know, the way they always played. You know, Um and then this, just this full-on assault. It just seems like it's almost—is it, is it crazy to say it's out of character
0: for it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that it's a little crazy, you know,
1: and. This, uh, whoever is the traitor to the White Council, whoever that is, um, I can't wait to find out who that is. B.T. Dubs. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It just, um, I'm just trying to imagine what who you have to convince on the Red Court to go through with a plan like this. Because Mm -hmm. Harry says the next thing, he's like, they've committed suicide. They don't have a prayer against the council and the fairy courts. And I wonder if maybe in the long term that would be true. But that makes me think that they don't, they being a red court, don't expect this to last in the long term.
0: That's true. Like, if you've just taken out 80% of the fighting forces, are you really that concerned about repercussions for what you've done? Like, you don't think they're going to make it long enough for that to even be a problem you have to deal with.
1: Right. And the thing about the fairies, too, like, um, Morgan says something like they were they were taken by surprise. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering how long is it going to take them to get ready, though?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I don't know if it, I think it's going to take them that long. Fairies are pretty powerful and understatement right and it doesn't it's not clear or maybe I missed it just how much damage they did to
0: I mean Ramirez says they're still haunting the ways through fairy that the red court has attacked attacked them on the way to meet Harry twice Hmm. so like if they were getting ready where the fuck are they what are they doing right now they're not
1: That's an excellent point. So what is the... Okay, well, I don't know that, and you probably can't tell me. I don't understand how they can just be in... How are they there? How have they not been handled by the fairies yet? I don't know. Hmm. Mm. Okay, all right. I don't have anything else but questions, so we might
0: as well go... (laughs) No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I'm <laughs> trying to think where to go from here. Um, the, there's, you know, wh- what they should be focusing on now, which is keeping the members of the Senior Council safe, because at the very least, they have a ton of power. Mm-hmm. And we need that. God knows at this point, so let's not fuck that up. Um. And, you know, other than that, it's like just regrouping is the main thing right now. hmm But they need to, to obviously plug this fucking leak. Um. And since there has the one advantage of having so many people fucking dead, is that really does, uh, like now down your shrink the pool yeah (laughs) you know um yeah so it's it's just this situation is one of those that i always like dread getting to when the when i'm rereading because it just really is so upsetting and so kind of game changing um i mean you know harry becoming a warden what
1: yeah It's, uh, she gives him a nice, uh, well, he's, he's, you know, disgusted by the proposition and he has a lot of resentment towards how he's been treated, rightfully so. Mm And a a lot of, uh, he tells uh, her about how Morgan has behaved in the past and it seemed like news to her.
0: Yeah. She goes, are you telling me the truth in this way that he senses is like, magic Mm -hmm. to really get him to speak like she's not only shocked but she like doesn't exactly believe him right out of the gate um or maybe she does you can kind of interpret that a couple ways you know what i mean like well well, what do you mean like the it it sounds
1: like he says that there was a, a kind of cadence to the question and uh he felt like a tension in the air and all that. So it feels like something she's doing something.
0: I don't mean it, What I mean is that because I said it, it's like, she doesn't believe him. And then I was like, but me, may, or maybe it is, it is that she does believe him and she just wants to be positive. Oh, maybe she's seen this kind of thing from him before. Right. Morgan before. Well, we don't really know how well she, they know each other. That's true. You know, Um, at the end of the,
1: at the end of him agreeing, one of the, one of his stipulations is that she has to keep Morgan the fuck away from him Mm -hmm. and she doesn't even bat an eye at that. She even says something like she, she had, she didn't say she had plans to transfer him, but she says something along the, along the lines of, I, he has to go somewhere else anyway.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to find the moment where she says that um oh vader syndrome you have um, overcome more enemies and battled more evils than most wizards a century or senior and times are changing there are more young wizards attaining membership to the council than ever before like ramirez and his companions there to them you are a symbol of defiance to the conservative elements of the council and a hero who will risk his life when his principles demand it i am (laughs) you are um she also it's so it's the two things she does she
1: says um she brings up his reputation but she brings up both sides of it there's Mm -hmm. the side that's the white council that doesn't really trust him which is all the stuff he was saying to her about how you guys think i'm a terrible person and you're always expecting me to be fucking up and you're constantly trying to you know catch me fucking up or trap me into fucking up and she's saying well you know what doing this could really greatly improve your standing with That's the true. people that are left on the council. And, and then she's also, and, but you also have this other reputation among the younger people. Um, and having you on board would really uh, be encouraging, basically, yeah. to, to the younger people. The, the youths. The youths. <laughs> the two youths.
0: Um, oh, yeah, here it is. I won't bow my head to Morgan. I don't want him within a hundred miles of my town. Lucia rubbed at her jaw, then nodded slowly, her eyes thoughtful. I have to reassign Morgan in any case. Her she nodded again goodness. more sharply. Then I'm conscripting you into wardens as a regional commander. And he's like, hmm, what? And, and she's sh- like, a it, bunch of shit that you do anyway. I was going to
1: say, I'm just giving you your same job, but now I'm giving you a fancy cloak to wear.
0: Yep. Well, it doesn't come with any more pay, but you get a nice title and more responsibilities. It, 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 it. We call it night shift supervisor. <laughs> um, that's I not bitter. What? Okay. So he puts on the cloak, and uh, I love the reactions. Like Ramirez is delighted. Morgan looks like he wants to deck oh him in the God. fucking he face. He says he looks
1: like he took a knife to the nuts. Basically, <laughs>
0: what does he say? It looks like someone's. Where is it? Uh, Morgan looked, and from his exp- Morgan looked, and from his expression, you would think someone had just shoved a knife into his testicles. <laughs> yeah. So Harry gets home, and fucking Bob. Oh my god! You stole a warden's cloak? No, I didn't steal it. Oh, so you took it off a body? No, I said annoyed. I got drafted, holy crap, Thomas said again, yeah, poor butters, I don't get it. <laughs> Harry's joined the secret wizard police, Bob Burbled, he gets to convict on suspicion and take justice into his own hands. How cool is that? <laughs> uh,
1: but this is this you know this is uh it is pretty serious mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that I mean thomas is is rightfully a little nervous and kinda of looking at the door like, uh right, did you bring your friends? <laughs> <laughs> um But uh Thomas is just like well how bad is it? And Harry's like bad enough that I'm a warden now. So <laughs> 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 <There's> that
0: <sighs> Yeah, uh at the moment all five of them are at a hotel downtown getting showers and changing bandages all five and they have wounded. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he gets news that they don't have anything on those numbers. Um, they could not figure any of that out. So that that's nothing.
1: Butters is, is sort of shading Harry's a uh, complete lack of internet access.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, there's power out all over. So even if he had, yeah, internet, yeah. Um cuz yeah. they're at Murphy's so she probably does have a computer.
1: Oh yeah, but it probably wouldn't work with Harry there.
0: <laughs> but he hasn't been home all day.
1: That's true. He says this, so they made a bunch of phone calls and they were able to get some information until the the phones eventually went down as well. Yeah. Um so
0: they uh they call Lara and the government the governor has asked for help from the National Guard. They're sending troops to keep order in the streets. So, Lara did him a little favor. Did Harry a little favor.
1: Yeah. Turns out Harry blackmailed <laughs> the white court.
0: And he didn't even know it. <laughs> You've got some great big brass balls on you to do something like that, Harry. I guess I do. I shook my head. Why did I do that? <laughs> um, so.
1: And they find out some more about the um Artifacts. Mm-hmm. And uh, they realized that uh, the Field Museum, but mm-hmm. also this other museum at a school at a, on a college campus, has an even bigger collection.
0: Yeah. The History Channel is using it as a part of a Some History of Warfare special, and they were filming there all last week. Um, so it's the Mitchell Museum up in Evanston. Uh, and Bob says that it stands to reason because the whole point is to summon up as many old spirits as possible and then consume them the most spirits are going to be attracted to wherever there is the most old junk hmm. which uh, alright <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's how that works <clears throat> um, and Thomas says well It's a college campus on Halloween night. There's going to be a lot of collateral damage. No, there isn't, I said. And I was surprised how vicious my own voice sounded. Because we're going to stop this stupid summoning. And then we're going to hunt those murderous bastards down and kill them.
1: And no one knows what to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's the cloak, Bob suggested Mm. brightly. Harry, do you feel any more judgmental and self-righteous than you did this morning? (laughs) Sorry, that came out kind of harsh. Fucking Bob. Maybe a little butter set. (laughs) 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 Oh. (laughs) Oh, Bobby. Bobbity, 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 Bobbity. Um... So then he tells them how he's going to call up the Earl King and then just not let him loose. Yeah, I'm
1: just gonna stall him for a little bit, try to get and through Bob's the night. Like
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> Bob has been very casual about everything until he mentions this. Yeah,
1: he's just like, this is a. He basically is like, you can't do this. First mm-hmm. of all, you literally you can't do this. Yep. <laughs> but even if you did somehow manage to pull it off. He is gonna come back the next night and just kill you. <laughs> yep. And Harry says what Harry says, which is, you know, I'll just have to worry about that after I've done it, which is a very hairy thing to say.
0: That is really true. It
1: is, though, right?
0: Yep. That it, it is the most hairy thing.
1: And then, um, so then he's sorry, go ahead. I was just so he's talking to Butters, because Butters is trying to keep up with what all this new information but is also like has processed some information enough that he's like well wait a minute they they don't have the book though right so maybe they can't even do anything (laughs) which i i was like okay that's it's a good time to make that point
0: that's true terry's basically of the opinion like well maybe they don't we don't know that we can't really like trust that
1: right and everybody's going to show up either way because whoever does have it the other ones are going to try to stop mm-hmm. so it's going to go down something is going to go down um, and we don't really want anything we don't want any of this to happen Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he sends Thomas on a mission to take a message to the wardens right uh, which is probably not the
0: best mission for thomas
1: but who else is going to do it
0: yeah and like he says you can just leave it at the front desk it's fine Mm -hmm. um yeah there's no way to call or do anything now so um they need to know where the heirs of kemla are going to be so that they can take him down and when Thomas says they'll be outnumbered by one, Harry's like, mm, maybe a little bit more than that, actually, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, because
1: Thomas is thinking, like, five steady, tried mm-hmm. and true, you know, war, war-battled war wardens. And we know that that is not who makes up the five.
0: There's a couple of, like, outright children. Yeah. Really.
1: Yeah, so they're working with, like, three and a half, Hmm. you know? four if you count Harry maybe
0: instead of the six that <laughs> it should yeah. be with Harry um and he takes her motorcycle which uh, is the most Thomas thing I he's love being very much themselves I, I love too that he's
1: worried though he says something like you think she's gonna be mad if I steal it <laughs> Harry's like I think she'll be fine <laughs> we're trying to keep the world from ending I think she'll deal
0: um. All right. So then he goes and tries to make some tea and have a little quiet moment, but Butters cannot let him have
1: it. Yeah, Butters is like, "Fuck your quiet moment," <laughs> and he just starts asking a bunch of questions. Um, what? What's the deal with zombies? Basically, like, why mm-hmm. is that who they pick? And it turns out that they're just um easier to reanimate than animals because we have what Harry calls a larger footprint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Butters has a couple of more follow-up questions, and Harry is finally like, you know who's good for questions? Bob.
0: <laughs> Why don't you ask that guy over there? Bob my guy, I mean Skull.
1: Bob is all insulted. And then Butters calls him it or
0: something, and he's like, I am not an it. <laughs> I am most definitely a he. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, Butters and and Bob is a pairing that I really want to be, like, in on that, that conversation.
1: That is perfect, right? I love yeah. it, it. Once Harry tells him to go talk to Bob, Butters is so engrossed, he's, like, barely even drinking his tea. He's got his little mm-hmm. pen, his little notebook. <laughs> and even though this is all terrible, it's very cute.
0: It is, right? Like, there's something about Butters finding somebody who's willing to, like, talk him through all of this Mm -hmm. because he's such a rational person that's how his brain works that this is probably very comforting Mm -hmm. in some ways i
1: mean if there's any like butter's strong suit his wheelhouse is information right Mm -hmm. um knowledge learning and who better than bob so this is a match made in heaven this is you know like you said this could have its own book butters and bob butters
0: and bob (laughs) Um, I've been watching too much great British break off. That sounded like a challenge. <laughs> oh my God. I love that you're watching that.
1: Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't even know what made me put it on, but there it happened and it is so goddamn comforting. And I know I'm like five years late, but I don't even care. I'm so excited yeah. to get to the end of the season too. I can't wait to see who
0: wins. I'm glad that because I do I don't know if I ever like suggested it to you. Because I know that you don't care about cooking.
1: Yeah, so- I don't think we ever talked about it. I'd seen you post yeah. about it. I know it's come up in the group um, on multiple occasions. And it's funny, too. I was listening to an, uh, like a recent episode of um, Unfriendly Black Hotties. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was maybe yesterday or Tuesday. Well, Tuesday was yesterday. Holy fuck. Um, (laughs) and uh they did a thing about like what is your comfort um zone right now and one of them Mm -hmm. was said the great british Breakoff off and i was like everybody knew about it but me everybody (laughs) knew
0: that this was like a comforting thing to watch for me
1: oh it's so good
0: it is really good um all right so harry sits on and like is thinking about um what he's going to do with the earl king and basically thinking about what a fucking dumbass idea it is Mm -hmm. um and when he goes outside it's like pouring out and he has to do all of this like in the backyard and mouse is with him to kind of like yeah be a moral support comes
1: over and leans like his head on his lap and uh Mm -hmm. At one point, after Harry is realizing how crazy these odds are against him, he says something like, But I have mouse, and that meant something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, damn right. <laughs> I love mouse. Um, <laughs> mouse thought I was pretty darned cool. <laughs> So he goes out there and, yeah, like I said, this doesn't go great.
1: No, he he does the ritual, gets to, like, the little circle slash prison. You know, he's got some things to call the Earl King. Uh, what does he have? He has, like, a a collar that would be on, like, a hound, um, an arrowhead, something else, too, like, flint. Is
0: it? <laughs> Oh, a used copy of The Hobbit. Well, that's a for him. The end of my last blasting rod. I'm just loving the things that he uses for himself. Um, yeah, a whetstone, a bowie knife, flint and steel, several steel arrowheads. And
1: then Harry's got The Hobbit, his blasting rod, his forty four. a parking ticket he had made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that There goes somebody who is calling himself out. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Well, I'm trying to. Yeah, I would have something like that in my in mm-hmm. my circle. Some sort of unpaid bill, <laughs> right? Yeah, some kind of past due notice.
0: <laughs> yeah, mine would be like an overdraft thing. Where, uh, yeah, you overdrafted because you bought planner supplies again. Did you plan on this, bitch? Good job. Seems that you're getting really good use out of that shit. Congratulations, you got everything under control. Moving on. So he goes and does the summoning. And it works. And it works like a charm. It really does. Get it?
1: Oh my god, you stop it right now.
0: Get it. it. (laughs) I don't even know how to go on after that. Um, so yeah, one moment the circle was empty, then there was a flash of lightning, a crash of thunder, and a disembodied black shadow appeared on the grass within the circle, the shadow of a tall standing figure with no physical presence to cast it. That's weird. Whoops! That
1: is the strangest, um, most unnerving short description I may have read in a long time. Ooh. Just this big hulking shadow with nothing to cast it. It just ooh, gave me the willies. It really did. <laughs>
0: Gives you the wobbles. That's what he says uh, in Harry Potter. The wobbles.
1: Yeah, that'll yeah, do. The
0: dr- the driver tells Ernie, or is it Ernie the driver, tells Stan Shunpike to stop talking about the Dementors. They give me the wobbles Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um so he's like supposed to keep chanting through this and he very very nearly yeah stops which and messes up like right out of the gate. Oh my
1: god. Like I you know what if he had I would kind of low key be like, "You know what? That seems you get a reasonable." Pass on this
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I get that. So um he makes it all the way through.
1: And then it's really there, yeah. Like he's there in, like body now, yeah. And he is decked out in yeah, uh, he is. quite quite the uh,
0: <laughs> quite the outfit. Yeah, it seems like that Bowie knife really brought out the Bowie. Oh my god in the uh, (laughs) goblin king here am I right you are wrong (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) ma'am
1: what was that fucking uh, the last good thing I saw on Facebook was something about David Bowie in his goblin tight pants (laughs) it just made me laugh so hard (laughs) it's so stupid oh but I chuckled
0: even as a child, that shit made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> nope.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably why I haven't watched it since I was a kid, because I don't want to really revisit that and all the, yeah. all the implications therein. Yeah.
0: I don't know who, like, whose idea it was. They're like, you know what we'll do? We'll have them seduce a, a child. <laughs> How about that? That sounds good. I
1: remember loving that movie as a kid, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, like yeah.
0: I didn't. But most many people, yeah. I'm in the minority.
1: But uh, but yeah, I haven't been back. <laughs>
0: um.
1: Oh, and how about the see. way he communicates too? Yeah. What do you
0: think of this? This is
1: so bizarre. Like he Harry describes it as the words just suddenly appeared in his head without mm-hmm. going through his ears. And the words are scarlet and glowing and scalding. Um, what did I think? I thought no. That's what I <laughs> thought. <laughs> I thought no. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, hmm. I I I love the way that it's not just like okay, so the the Earl King communicates I guess telepathically right. or on some level like that but it's not just that Harry is hearing these words it's like he can feel them and see them um, maybe that's what it's like when you are communicating with something that has so much power you know that it would be almost like your brain can't take it like it's, yeah. you know, it's unpainful to, to hear
0: it i love the relish in your words right <laughs> oh you can't take it it's painful i'm like jesus
1: <laughs> you know how they say the whole thing about the voice of god you know and how yeah people can't take can't hear it it'll make them go crazy or whatever the fuck from the movie dogma the, the deal is whatever oh. i think a dogma people's heads just exploded if i'm not mistaken really uh yeah, yeah, at the end, that's what she does. She's, she opens her mouth, and fucking Matt Damon, or Matt Damon's dead by that point, so I guess it's just been after, like, his head just explodes. Oh, guys, I'm sorry.
0: No, it's <laughs> I don't care. That movie's garbage. Oh,
1: no. Oh, I'm sorry. I like that. I haven't seen that movie in about 10 years either, but if I remember correctly, I really enjoyed it. I'm sorry no I good for you back. i didn't care for Aww, it oh that makes me sad
0: it was a lot of like really obvious sort of easy jokes to me most of the time you know but, what i but... have a
1: soft spot for that shit i can't lie <laughs> i really can't and you know i'm i'm, I'm never not going to see buddy jesus and not laugh hysterically <laughs>
0: Laughing at Buddy Jesus, laughing at you, I thinking know. that's funny. Still, but it's still so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I probably couldn't give you a good, solid defense of that movie, but I do enjoy it.
0: That's fine. I'll allow it. I, I will allow you to continue to enjoy this thing you like. <laughs> Am I not benevolent? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. All right. Let's get back to this terrible <laughs> shit that's happening.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, images came with the thoughts this time. The rush of wa- rain, the rush of rain and wind in my face. <laughs> Wah-hungo in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> really has a different tone. Oh, I can't keep reading it now. I've ruined it. Uh, <laughs> oh,
1: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> you know, there's this thing that happened in, um, in, in, in one of the only other podcasts I listened to, Complete Guide to Everything. I became a patron and it's one of those inside jokes that not only will nobody get because they don't listen to the show i don't know anyone else who does but those who do are not going to be patrons almost ever but it was a patron and tim was talking about spoilers and he messed up speaking and he said spoil award <laughs> and so now with the name of my show being unspoiled I constantly want to go spoil what, (laughs) but it doesn't mean anything to anybody. It would just be me being weird, which I'm not, I'm not averse to that, but like. I was about to say that's all the more reason to do it. (laughs) But yeah, I like this, this, for example, I feel like I could have turned this around and made this the spoil what joke. But instead, I just told you that I wanted to make it that joke and ruined it. Oh, well, So there goes that opportunity gone forever. And I just have to live with that. (laughs) These are the choices you made, you know. um, So he pulls his thoughts back and says that he will not release him again. You are he. He who defied Queen Winter. He who slew Lady Summer. Again with and Harry's reputation.
1: Yeah. This was, um. you know what, like, it makes sense that he would know about this. Because this is right mm-hmm. up his lane. But, I'm not going to lie. When I read that, I was shook. Why is that? Because I was like, this motherfucker knows who Harry is. <laughs> and after taking a few minutes, it was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. But I was not thinking about it like that. I keep forgetting that this that this Earl King is even Faye, right? Like, I Harry right. just told me, like, three pages ago that he was going to call up a peer of mom. Right? He mm-hmm. says that. And three pages later, I have already forgotten <laughs> that that's who this is. So, oh, when he is, like, kind of Crouching down and, and looking Harry dead in the face and saying, I know who you are. Yeah. I was just like, run Harry, run. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Then she gets up. (laughs) I love like, then, then he's just like curious. We are not foes came his thoughts and he was curious about it. Even baffled. In sending me his thoughts, I also got flashes of emotion from him. You are a part of the hunt, a predator. Why do you call if not to join me? Mm. He calls Harry a predator. Well, he is kind of. He is. It's just weird to hear it just said mm-hmm. like that. You know? I mean,
1: yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah, it is. Because I, I was going to say, well, he just preys upon, you know, those who do evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that's the word we use For people who do that I don't think we call them predators Yeah um,
0: But yeah Harry is kind of a predator And I mean it, He can turn himself invisible And throws his enemy a sword So see <laughs> <laughs> And he has dreadlocks Not something that's talked about a lot But he has strange alien dreadlocks Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm making a joke about the Predator, (laughs) Sean. That silence. It was interminable. I couldn't let it. God. Wait.
1: For fuck's sake!
0: Oh, uh, oh gosh! <laughs> so now that I've made two good jokes in a row, <laughs> this is boy, what, what? I'm gonna move on. I feel Hunter. Like- They're just wasted on on me, that's all. (laughs) I'm just, I'm I'm not letting you talk. Hunter, (laughs) cast the Earl King, you are not strong enough to hold me. Release me, lest I turn the hunt upon you. And suddenly I felt the other side of the hunt. Mm. I, I felt my legs singing with the strength of terror. I felt my lungs burning, felt my body moving with the power and grace that only the approach of death can summon from it. I fled over the rough ground, bounding like a deer, and knew the whole while that there was no escape. Thrice, I say, and done. I will not release you. And so the Earl King's like, well, all right. I'll just summon this lightning here to charge up my magic sword. Chop open this little stinky ass circle <laughs> and take off, peace.
1: Yeah, and um, his wall, like his his uh, Harry's little prison, mm-hmm. withstands it
0: almost until the sword. At first, the Earl King's just, like, trying to beat against it with, like, force of will and his, like, being. But when he uses the sword, lightning flashes down, touches its tip, wreathes it in blinding light, then he took the sword in both hands and brought it down upon the barrier. I have little memory of what the third blow was like. I remember it in much the same way I do the burning of my left hand. There was too much light, too much energy, a tide of agony, and I was terrified. My vision faded to a blind field of white, and I thrust my staff hard against the ground to keep from falling. And then my vision began to clear. The tide began to recede, and within the circle, whirling in a frenzy of frustration and need, was the Errol King. His power was fading, and the circle I'd built had been good enough to give me enough leverage to hold him. And then... So it does stand. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, it only goes down when whoever listen. Like Harry almost goes down with it. But he manages to stay upright.
1: Right, right, right. Wait, wait, wait. So Harry is able to keep the prison up because he doesn't like go all the way down. But the Um
0: I think that yeah, the fact that he did not pass out. Mhm he was able to keep it charged. So the Earl King is still trapped
1: and his, his prison worked. It's just that, that, uh, someone came and hit him on the back of his head.
0: Well, you know,
1: and then that's what knocks him down. And, you know, fucking let's can't win them all. Yeah. You can't win them all,
0: (laughs) but he was winning this one. So, yeah, that's the thing. He, he goes down. The grass suddenly felt wet and cold against my cheek. With a shriek of triumph, the arrow king shattered my circle into a cloud of golden light. So, yeah, I had been, like, I mentally put that together with the, with the sword. But it's just the sneak attack mm-hmm. that does it. You're right.
1: And it's fucking cow. This guy. <sighs> Why isn't he where he's supposed to be, which is at the college? Why not? This trifling motherfucker. <laughs> 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 oh, you know what, though? I want to say the Earl King getting out. That shit was rad as fuck, though. The way his horse <laughs> just
0: shows up and he jumps <laughs> on his giant steed. Yeah, it's a metal <laughs> moment. Oh, my God. You know those? Oh, my God. I'm such a... Why do? Why does my brain do this? Okay, I said Metal Moment. You know those Precious Moments dolls?
1: I don't think so.
0: You don't know those creepy-ass Precious moment dolls, Rashawn? I don't think so. Google this right now. This
1: moment is Metal as fuck, though, with the Earl King. But I don't know what you're talking about. Are these, like, weird baby dolls that look like real human dolls? I don't really know what you mean by by that I remember seeing and being really disturbed by these videos that were going around of like these these little lifelike baby dolls that women people were spending a lot of money on buying no okay good because those things were Um, really creepy and I don't want to see them again. what are (laughs) what are these things
0: about precious
1: what moments
0: precious moments I'll send it to you via text right now um, on your phone, they are these, the, these collectible dolls that a lot of women in the eighties, especially, I remember collecting. Like when I was, you know, in grade school and middle school. My oh, these babysitter. little guys. Yeah. Oh, um, I think we should make a line of metal moments dolls <laughs> and they should be still in pastel though. I really feel like that would do something special to the whole effect. That's funny. And have the first one be the Earl King rising up from his prison as a horse comes thundering down (laughs) to meet him. One hoof upon the ground. It'll have to be really carefully balanced. And the Earl King will have a sword. A real metal sword. Oh, of Everything course. will be pastel, but like at the sword, it'll actually be metal. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our gimmick: metal moments. And there's going to be an actual metal piece on every single.
1: <gasps> Genius.
0: I got it. <laughs> um. But yeah. So yeah, the Earl King flung himself up on the black steed's back and let loose an eerie cry. Fuck it. When he did. All the howling music of the dogs, primitive and fierce, seemed to congeal into flashes of lightning that leapt up from the ground and into the clouds.
1: Mm, mm, mm. I would love to see this moment somehow on the big screen (laughs) or a screen. Yeah, right? And then all kinds of fucking dogs and shit come rushing out. Yep.
0: Uh, A beast the size of a pony with dark fur, gleaming white teeth, and the flaming amber eyes of the Earl King himself. uh, uh. More hounds came leaping from the shadows, bounding in bloodthirsty joy around the Earl King's horse. The Earl King whirled his steed, lifted his black sword in a mocking salute to me, then cried out to his steed and his hounds. The black horse gathered itself and leapt into the air, then started churning its legs as if running up a hill, and kept going up. The hounds leapt and followed their master up into the teeth of the storm. Lightning flashed in my eyes, and when it died again, they were gone. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. The wild hunt was loose in Chicago, and I had been the one to call them here.
1: Mm. Yep. Oops. Yep. I mean, it's almost like they, Gravane and Corpse Taker and Cal just had to let Harry fucking do what Harry's going to do. Mm. You know, like they could have just been sitting in the cut somewhere like, we'll just let him fucking, he's going to figure it out. Why should we run around town like crazy people looking for this book? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, We'll let Harry call the earl king oh well no they still need the word though don't they yeah well they got one out of two Hmm.
0: what do you think well harry had
1: said earlier that it, you know we can't assume that they didn't get the book right so it's possible that they let harry do this part and they've got the book and they'll you know just do the next step If they don't have the book, but they have the Earl King out on the hunt, who
0: else,
1: who else, who else would know? I don't know if we know anybody else that would know. I mean, not that anybody that they have, um... But did I know that they have?
0: Mm. This is riveting. Audience, I'm
1: sorry. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at the beginning of the book we met somebody that um. Shit! I wish I could remember.
0: Like, tell me what you're. Somebody giving me enough some, to help. Somebody
1: you. at the beginning of this book. There was a moment where we 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 met someone that. That either knew Kemler or knew his work. Was it something? That, am I confusing that with something with the
0: with the bookstore? Are you talking about Sheila? No. <clears throat> I feel like at the beginning of this, there was Lucio who also knew, like, was familiar with Kemler because of the. And Bob, um, I'm trying to think who else to even talk to about all of this. What was the deal with Bob? I mean, Bob was the one with the who turned evil. That's right, because he used to
1: be a Bob, be a Bob. <laughs> That's not what I meant. But he used to do this thing with Kemler, right?
0: He was like a Bob to Kemler. Yeah. Yeah. He was his evil right-hand guy. Right. Yeah. And he tried to basically he tried to kill Harry, the insinuation is. Right. So, yeah. but you know what though? I uh, I mm,
1: I don't know how that helps anybody else though. Because it seemed like if I remember the, all that stuff was like really deep down in Bob's memory, like really compartmentalized you know harry
0: had to like push him to release any of it and then once he almost killed harry he harry commanded him to never release that information to anyone
1: yeah so okay so yeah so so bob is not going to be able to help so yeah so so the earl king is on the hunt and i just have to i guess assume that harry was right maybe they maybe they do have the word and and i guess they're going to just uh
0: Wow, is
1: Cal? Does, do the other ones know Cal is there? Do Gravane and Corpse Taker know that he's there? <laughs> no, because they're supposed to all be working against each other. So it's not like they, I, I made a joke like they just sat around and let Harry do it. And it's kind of funny. And maybe, maybe, maybe Cal did, but I don't know if I think they all like got together and hatched this plan.
0: I mean, they could just set aside their differences until Harry did this and then,
1: I mean, they could. Sure they could. Temporary truce. I mean, it would be, it would be into their benefit, right? Mm -hmm. But I always am like, can, can crazy people, can they enter into a truce? (laughs) A real (laughs) truce? You know, uh. Like can they put aside their their evil plans long enough to, to do
0: something that's mutually beneficial? <laughs> I was about to say, can they set aside their differences and then I'm like, or is it set aside their similarities?
1: <laughs> that's really more accurate.
0: <laughs> so
1: in summation, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know why why Cal is at Harry's or at Murphy's um, instead of being out in the world preparing, unless he really did just think if I if I give Harry enough time, this is what he's gonna do. Um and again, that only helps them do one thing and they have two things they need to accomplish. So Oh my god, and the wardens are out there and they're expecting Harry to hold Earl King to the little prison and that has gone awry. We only have five wardens left. We're going to lose like two or three more tonight. Easy. You think so? I think so. I mean, we're running out of of time in this book for a happy ending. So I'm just like, it's all going to (laughs) burn. Fuck it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who do I think we're going to lose? Yeah. A kid. One of the kids that didn't talk much. And... Lucio. Okay. Because then that means Harry and Morgan have to figure out something, which would be terrible for them both, but I think would be kind of fun to read about.
0: Um, what, so, okay. You know what? I'm not even going to lead this. I'm not going to, I'm just going to let you have your thoughts and I'm just going to let them, let them sit there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of a follow-up question for this. Like, mm, so (laughs) what do you think is, I mean, will the wardens first of all show up? Oh God. Why wouldn't they show up? Why would you say that? I'm just saying that we have Thomas bringing them a message to the front desk of the. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. Um, and we have them having to get where they're going. That's true. Harry mentioned National something. Guard is
1: out. Harry does mention something about how the streets are hard to get through. The National Guard is coming to town. They might be all forced to stay in their hotel. Which, you know what? <laughs> I would be kind of disappointed if that happened. Um, as a reader, I mean. Not like just like bummed that they couldn't help Harry. But... <laughs> Because that would mean it's just literally just Harry to, to, to fix all this or try to stop everything.
0: I mean, that's a lot.
1: It is a lot. And I kind of would like to see Harry with some with some support every once in a while and have the wardens get introduced to the story this late, have Harry be made a warden only for them to be like locked up in the hotel and not able to get out and be of any assistance okay. i'd just be kind of like we couldn't like even if they show up but then they like fall or something just fucking show up have them show up please is kind of what i'm saying here
0: so if it like let's say they show up what does it look like because last time we left Kemler, or not kemmler what's his face which one gravane he had an army of undead, and then Corpse Tanker showed up with a fucking army of ghosts. So, what does it look like when they get there? Do we still got a ghost battle, got a ghost zombie battle going on? I, I you
1: know what? Maybe I kind of thought that they would really end up the three of them fighting themselves because I thought that Harry's thing would work with the Earl King. I kind of really did. Okay. Um, that was probably kind of naive of me. Bless you. But, um, so I thought they would end up fighting each other and would kind of, you know, dispatch of at least two of the three. And then Harry would have like a, 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 in the book standoff with just one of them.
0: Kind of, oh. kind of that's
1: kind of where I thought we were going because there, I didn't think there was any way he could take on all three. That just doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. How's they going to do that? Hmm. Um. Oh, you know what, though? What did we say a couple episodes ago about Harry being really desperate? And wouldn't that be a fine time to make a deal with a certain something that lives in his brain now?
0: Mm. <sighs> there is that. There
1: is that, isn't it? I really don't know. I don't know enough about what the Wardens bring as far as magic to know what that fight looks like. I guess it's just a, a battle of spells, right? Um... Morgan and Lucio seem like they can handle themselves. I don't know. See, I don't know what their power level is. Lucio calls Harry he shouldn't say he's one of, he says he has battle experience that is more than some that have a hundred years on him. And we know Harry's really powerful, but I don't know what any of them really bring to the table. That's fair. I mean, I know Morgan has that sword, and he likes to, like, you know, fight people. (laughs) But I don't know what kind of, you know, what that's going to do against, you know, a horde of zombies or hordes of ghosts.
0: I mean, he made it through some pretty gnarly vampire fights. Yeah, but those are vampires. Well, maybe
1: good for the zombies, but what do you do with, with ghosts?
0: That's a really good question. <laughs> like, how do you fight a ghost? <laughs> and what can a ghost do to you? Yeah. Like, I know they can
1: do some damage from the fucking, you know, the early books. But, I, hey guys, I'm floundering. I don't fucking know. I don't. I, love I don't it. know. I love um, it. What I thought this was going to be turned out not to be that. I really did not expect to see Kyle right there at
0: the house. Um yeah, so like I'm I'm not surprised that you didn't expect to see Cal, but I am surprised that you thought this thing was going to work I with the earl. I did.
1: King. I really did. I thought I thought he was going to be able to stall and that wouldn't solve all the problems cuz he still has to deal with these three Kimmler disciples, right? They're still roaming right. around. They still have to be handled. But I just thought that the earl king thing, earl king thing would be kind of like something Harry could accomplish um even though it was it's been very clear that this is way outside his weight class i've read enough of these books to know that harry can draw on some power when he needs it Mm -hmm. so i you know i just wasn't prepared for someone to show up in the backyard and hit him in the back of the head like a fucking cartoon i didn't prepare for that (laughs) and it's also it's so fucking regular
0: he just comes and bops him on the back of the head. It's <laughs> so regular. I did not know what you meant by that. I get what you're saying, though. It's not like, it's not some big magic, like, face-off. Mm. He just uh, he just
1: cracks him in the head with, I think, his it's... own fucking gun. <laughs> it is. It is his gun. It's the gun he put out to represent
0: himself. You know, so, I mean, how, how would I... Oh, it didn't stop and occurred, like, it didn't occur to me how fucking shady that is. Oh, that's like somebody like <laughs> knocking me out with my own microphone that's what I mean it's it's just
1: so yeah i I just hundred percent didn't prepare for that eventuality nope, and um I mean uh, does Cal take Harry somewhere like why would you need him? Maybe I don't know does he kidnap him and take him to the college campus uh, Why would they do that? He
0: was pointing the gun at him and said it's a shame for somebody of such talent to die so young. Oh, he's not going to kill him. Why would he say that then? Because he's a bad guy. And it's the end of the chapter. (laughs) So he's not going to kill him. No. So what is he... he, You think that he's only knocked Harry out for a second, but then he's going to, like, really knock him out and then carry him off, like, two knockouts? Either
1: he could just, like, you know keep the gun on him and mar- you know march him out somewhere if it made sense to take Harry somewhere, which I'm not hundred percent sure of. I mean, stopping the letting the Earl King loose is pretty much enough of a result, right? That's it's a pretty big accomplishment. Um sure. he could he could legit just go if he wanted to, right? <laughs> like how could just be like my work here is done
0: um i mean it's not like harry's still gonna like go to the the source of the ritual though like he's gotta know harry's gonna follow and keep causing trouble like the whole deal was they were trying to make a deal with harry to keep him from getting in the way of
1: Right, right right well I mean I just I don't believe he's going to kill him because it's the fucking main character
0: well I, be- I know oh. you don't believe he's going to kill him, like but you're saying like oh well he could just leave and I'm saying that that's not really true well I mean
1: what are the other alter? I mean yeah I don't see why he can't just leave if if he just wants to make sure the Earl King gets loose he's done that Unless there's another reason he's at the house, um, which, again, I say stopping Harry from keeping the Earl King trapped seems like a like a goal in and of itself. I don't know what else he would he would want from there. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess they could march. But like, yeah, why would they take Harry to the place where the thing is happening so Harry could cause even more trouble?
0: <laughs> well, that's my point. Like, he doesn't want Harry to cause more trouble, but he, so he wouldn't just leave him there. Because he, Harry's going to get up and follow him. He knows that. So I, yeah, but that's just, like, I don't.
1: So if. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're saying to me here, because if I don't believe that Cal's going to kill him, which I don't, 100% don't believe, that's happening. Right. I mean, I guess maybe you're thinking, like, is he just going to incapacitate
0: Harry in some way? I'm not suggesting anything that he's going to do. I'm just saying that your logic, that he could just leave because he's done what he needs to do, is completely faulty. How, though? He because Harry will go to the source of the ritual to fuck some shit up because he didn't succeed in his first goal. But what if Cal doesn't think that there's anything else Harry can do
1: except be kind of a nuisance, but not he like a real can think problem. that Harry
0: can't do anything. Harry doesn't know that Harry can't do anything. So Harry's going to do what Harry's does.
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing. I don't disagree that Harry is going to go. I just disagree that Cal gives a fuck.
0: Why wouldn't, like, the the whole point of them trying to make a deal with Harry was, we know you caused trouble. Just stay out of this, please. Yeah. So why would they allow him to continue to not stay out of it?
1: I mean, but if that's the point, why they could, I mean, if that's the real question, then, like, why would they allow Harry to continue to be a nuisance? Why didn't they just get rid of Harry as soon as Harry didn't agree to stay out of the way.
0: Because they like that. It depends on what you think is going on between Cal and Kumori. But Cal tried to kill Harry one time already.
1: Okay. So maybe Cal tries to kill him and then Kumori comes out and interferes in some way. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, maybe.
0: I'm not trying to lead you in the direction of, like, a particular thing. I'm just saying that you acting like he's just going to leave doesn't jive with anything that we have heard so far about what their intentions are.
1: I just don't... I just... I guess it's because I can't think of anything else that he would do here. Like, I mean, the only things I can think of is either he gets rid of Harry, which I don't think he'll do. He can I guess maybe incapacitate Harry in some way like mm, knock him out harder <laughs>
0: I <guess. Is> he, <laughs> he, you see this is, a, this is why I was like what knock him out twice is that what he's gonna <laughs> Honest honestly I'm just I I'm not trying to push you towards like a particular you know uh, what's the word conclusion I just want you to see that 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 conclusion you originally had doesn't really make sense. That's all.
1: Well, I don't, I can't do any better. I honest to God, I just like, he showed up, he, unless there is another reason to be at Harry's house, which there probably is. And I don't see it, but it's only because I feel like interrupting the, the ritual is like a reason enough to be there. So I feel like I don't have to dig for a second reason to be there. But that doesn't mean there mm-hmm. isn't one. So he shows up, he accomplishes his goal and laughs at laughs at Harry's failure. <laughs> and then Yes. And then and then uh goes. But you're right, it doesn't make sense to why he would I just don't see what else he could do with harry i guess that's why i'm drawing the blank i can't think of anything else he's going to do in this moment he's not going to kill him what else is there you kill him or you don't he's not going to kill him so he doesn't that's all I can. so
0: he's not going to kill him just because he's the main character
1: yeah i don't believe that he's going to shoot harry right now and harry dies okay. but i never believe harry's going to die so that's true. that's fair you know I mean, maybe when we get further in these books, they'll fucking, you know, pull a fast one on me and Harry will fucking die. And I'll be like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Because it's the main character and I just never believe his life is really in that much danger.
0: (laughs) Whoa, I didn't see that coming.
1: I mean, so, what, oh no, what if they What if they do... What if they take... Butters is still in the house. What if they do something like take Butters as hostage to make Harry stay out of it? That seems like a lot of work, though.
0: (laughs) I mean, they have to... That that sort of ties in with the thing that uh, Thomas said about Gravine. Do you think he understands enough about friendship to get why you saved Butters' life? Do you think that cowl would understand that butters means something to Harry
1: based on absolutely nothing that I can use to support. I do. Why is that? I just said I have nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Something about Cal, especially, uh, he keeps making it like he's different from Gervain and corpse taker. Right. Like he's, he, what does he say when we first meet him? Like, uh, he wants to stop them because they're, they, they like, truly nuts. He's, like, right. only low-key nuts. Like, he wouldn't even really be interested in doing this if they weren't going to do it, and he needed to, like, make sure that they didn't succeed. Something about him makes me feel like maybe he's... I don't know. More, uh... I almost want to say more evolved, you know? In mm-hmm. some way, like more. More, uh. Is
0: there an alien spacecraft landing oh outside your
1: apartment God. right now? Seems like <laughs> it, right? Um, I don't know. I feel like how seems to be a little bit different than Gravane and Corpse Taker. Like, a, just a little bit. I want to say smarter, but that's not what I mean. But, uh. More, maybe more observant or more, like, in tune with human behavior somehow i'm not i don't know but i just feel like he's a, like a little bit of a higher level than the other two
0: can i just say i love how you argue with yourself when you're trying to tell me how you feel about something you like cut yourself off and make fun of your own theory <laughs> and don't let yourself finish your own sentences and it's really amazing <laughs> and i love you
1: <laughs> so, all right, to wrap it up, Harry doesn't die, <laughs> but maybe now Butters is in danger, which I really don't appreciate having to, like, talk about this long enough for my brain to go there. So thanks for that.
0: Hey, anytime. Um, well, that's pretty <laughs> much all I got. I don't Yeah, that's it. It does seem unfair that, like, Harry was like, well, Butters, I could really use your help, but I promise you won't be in trouble again the way that you were. Except for, you know, how you're in trouble again. Well, see, exactly see, 10 minutes we ago,
1: he wasn't in trouble though. See, <laughs> 10 minutes ago in my brain, Butters was fine.
0: Yeah, well. All right. So that's, that's your non-theory <laughs> and that's what you're not sticking to. Cool. Got it. All right. Um all right, so uh so so shall so we shall we say hi to new patrons real quick? I, Those of us who have joined our ranks. Yes. Oh, You're supposed to be enthusiastic and <laughs> grateful and pleased and eager and all of the above. Hi, Please. new patrons. <laughs> Would you like to say hi to new patrons? Hi patrons. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even feign enthusiasm. <laughs> Rashawn is... I've, I've broken her a little, <laughs> I think, tonight. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, so, new patrons. We've got Marta. We've got Claire, Valerie, Nadina, Robin, Ben, and Sarah. Welcome to all of you delightful souls. We love you dearly. You're wonderful. And I hope that those of you who are uh, $5 and up enjoy Black Mirror, which I have been doing with Miles. He's going to Europe for a little vacay, and so we won't be recording that for the next couple of weeks. But to replace it, I will be doing Unspookled, which will be fun. And, um, yeah, continuing on with all of my commissions, lots going on there. So check that out on the Spoil Me feed. And if you would like to commission something, please check out unspoiledpodcast.com slash shop. And, uh, support the show by shopping at unspoiledpodcast.com slash Amazon and do that forever. Bookmark it. use it for all of your shopping, all of your Christmas shopping, all of your every shopping, all of it, <laughs> do it, do it. Um, yeah, I think that's everything I want to mention tonight cause it's getting late and I'm super tired.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I have done six recordings today, guys. It's been too much. <laughs> um, I, I am, I am spent. You know, what's one thing that like, I didn't really think about, but when I do a lot of commissions in a row, I've been talking a while and my throat gets really dry, but there's no like moment where someone else is talking (laughs) that I can like sip water or have some hot tea to soothe my throat. So if I need to stop and take a sip of something, I need to like stop the pot and go and either edit that out or just be okay with drinking breaks partway through the recording. It's I, not elegant. I think you're allowed to, well, maybe you're not allowed to drink. I don't know. the rules. It's just, uh, my mic picks up a lot and I'm really afraid that like a sip, a, a simple sip of water is just going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> and it won't like, I won't be doing that, but that's what I'm afraid it's going to sound like. You know? Well, now I'm just picturing that's what you do when you drink. <laughs> My secret's out. Um Sorry that I put you through that, everybody. I know that in making fun of it, I made you sit through it. <laughs> <And> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're punchy. Oh. It's two is we're done. We love you. toodaloo motherfuckers. Bye guys. <laughs> Unspoiled Network Podcast.